will I have good news and bad news? Yeah, good news and bad news. The good news is, oh, it's pretty good news. (laughs) I was able to, in a roundabout sort of way, get my hands on two 38-pound bags of Millorganite. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ask the Garden Geek. My name is Michael Kroos, and I founded things around here 35 years ago, and we're still going. Isn't that amazing? Uh, did you listen to last week's show? You know, I got more email on last week's show, which we're, I'm not going to do what I did last week this time, I promise. I promise. I talked about gardening for about, I don't know, 15, 16 minutes, and then I went off for 20 on an old, uh, well, no, that, on my first love. I, I went off on my first love because we had reconnected. It was really strange. Anyway, I was frustrated then. Last week, well, I wasn't frustrated. I was very happy that I had reconnected with her. It made for a delightful weekend. But I was very frustrated about my yard. Man, my yard was looking terrible, and I needed Milorganite. And I saw that Lowe's Garden Center had reopened, but they had no fertilizer. So I went to, and gosh, should I mention the name? No, I went to another location. It wasn't a Lowe's. I will tell you it wasn't a Lowe's. It was a much smaller place. And the garden center was closed, and, you know, they had it all taped off. And I was able, yes, I was able, you know, this is good news and bad news is coming, like, right after it, but, you know, what what can I say? I was able to get two bags of Millorganite, and I was so happy. I got two bags of Millorganite, two 38-pound bags of Millorganite, bought them, paid for them. I had a little trouble when I went to the cash register because uh, they had that section shut off, but the girl was pretty cool. She figured out how to how to do all of that, and I got out of the store, threw them in the back of my truck, and out the door. I was gone, man. And I came home and I said, "Okay, I'm gonna throw this right on down. I'm gonna throw this on onto the yard, and I'm gonna be so happy." And it was long about that time that I got a phone call uh, from a, a friend of mine on a totally different matter. He's also a lawn geek like myself. And he's been throwing down Millorganite more than I have. He's been just really putting the Millorganite down. He lives a little bit north of me, not far, but a little north of me. And he said, how's your lawn looking? I said, well, it looks, you know, like, but I'm getting ready to throw down some Millorganite. He goes, wait a minute. I said, what? He goes, you know, I've been using a lot of Millorganite myself. I said, yeah. He says, my lawn just was looking terrible. I said, yeah, my lawn's looking terrible. I put some Millorganite, and I figured out. I actually put a bunch of Millorganite on my yard two months ago. It should be looking wonderful. And and uh, he said, no. He says, guess what? He said, I had a, a total analysis done on the soil. I said, yeah. And he said, the phosphorus was through the roof. I said, what? He goes, the phosphorus level was through the roof. And you see, Millorganite has, fertilizer has an analysis. You have, you know, there's usually three numbers. Millorganite only uses two of those numbers. The first one is nitrogen. With Millorganite, it's about 5.5 to 6, you know, depending upon when you buy it. And then there's like the four in the middle, which is phosphorus. And the Millorganite that I have is five in the middle, phosphorus. And then there's no potassium. So you have to supplement the potassium later. And I've been using a lot of Millorganite, so I've been adding a lot of phosphorus. And when you get too much phosphorus in your soil, if you have sandy soil, even if you don't have sandy soil, I would imagine, uh, and I have sandy soil, it 
it kind of stunts the growth and makes other nutrients not available. So in my garage are, okay, let me confess, there's actually three bags of milorganite in my garage. I didn't get two, I got three. And my son would be, you know, wasteful dad. Waste. My, my son is, is his, him and his girlfriend are a no waste hippie type people. They do not want any waste. Uh, as an example of that, he told me today that he only had one dish rag or dish towel, you know, to, to dry dishes, and it was in the laundry. So I, I went to Dollar Tree today and I picked up three of them. And I gave them to him, I, and, he, and, he, and he was very thankful because, but you just could have gotten this one. You know, now we have these other two, and that's wasteful. I, uh, anyway, you know, what can you do? And, but he's right. Uh, so I took one. I said, I'm keeping one because I need another one. Actually, I didn't, but I said that. You know. Anyway, I decided instead of throwing down the fertilizer that like, I was going to, that I would do a complete soil analysis. So I went out and I scooped up all the soil from about six different areas of my front yard. Uh, you know, got all, you have to get all the like grass and leaves and everything out of it. You just need pure soil. And then I, I have a box. I, I have a box to send this stuff off. I send it to the University of Florida. And the box I have has got to be 20 years old. Had the address on it. And so I said, okay, is this right? So I, I checked to see how much it was going to cost to do this because it's been a long time since I've done that, only to find out, yes, only to find out that the lab is closed because of COVID-19, and it is closed indefinitely. So uh, I have to do something with my yard, but I really need that soil analysis. So now I'm looking on the interweb for private companies who will do the analysis. And, you know, I know of one, but they're going to charge me 60 bucks. And do I want to spend 60 bucks during these fi lean financial times? I don't know. Uh, and, and then I was, you know, I, I was remembering that my good buddy, Stan DeFritis, has a complete test kit or had a complete test kit. So I got a call into him. And I might just take it over to him and, you know, sit down. Well, we have to social distance, but maybe we'll go in his front yard and he'll be at one end of the picnic table and I'll be at the other end of the picnic table and we'll wear masks and gloves and I can find out what my phosphorus level is in the, in the soil because that's all I'm really interested in is what my phosphorus level is. So that's my gardening excitement this week. Isn't that nice? Uh, I'm recording this on a Thursday evening on time, so it'll release tonight, which is good. And uh, so I'm, I'm happy about that. And looking at the weather, I understand tomorrow and Saturday are going to be massive, terrible storms that come through here with the possibility of tornadoes. Speaking of which, I have this tree, I have this oak tree next to my house that I've been trying to cut down for years, but the city won't let me. And large branches of this have fallen into my front yard. I mean, very large branches. And I went up and I, I paid somebody. I've spent a lot of money on this tree, a lot of money to trim everything off the house. And I'm thankful that I did. I, I trimmed everything off the house. But this morning at around, I was in bed around 6.15 this morning. And my cats were just coming to irritate me because they like me to get up early. I don't know why. Uh, but uh, they like me to get up early. But as I was laying in bed, rolling over, I hear this giant 
thud, this giant thud. And I go, what in the hell's that? So I, I put clothes on and I walked out into my front yard. I didn't see anything. And then I looked over to my the side of my house, the side of my house, in an area where nothing grows because, you know, it's all shaded in, there's leaves. And I look in there and another rather large, not giant, but a rather large top of that tree had broken off and fallen down right next to my house, between my house and my next door neighbor's house. And I'm going, okay. And I mean, it was too big. It's too big of a piece for me to pick up and carry out of there. And then I said, but nobody can see it because it's it's back there. And the city that I live in, because of COVID-19, they have stopped all of their recycling. Yeah, we went through Earth Day the other day and we couldn't even recycle. And, but no recycling. And, uh, and by the way, they say, because of all of this, if you want, you can put trash and other stuff into your recycle box. And they, they have a truck that, you know, the garbage truck will pick up both of them. And I thought, okay, well, that's nice to know. But uh, I still, I generate so little waste, so tiny little waste. But they are not picking up uh, debris that, you know, you could normally, usually when I did trimming and stuff like that, I could go put it all out to the road and the garbage truck would come in the morning, then the recycle truck would come, and then another truck would come with guys that just took all that stuff and that, well, that truck no longer comes for a, a long time. So I can't haul that out to the street. So I made the executive decision, and it was an executive decision, to leave it right where it lies. I'm not even going to break out the chainsaw uh, and go out there or go back there and cut it up. I'm just not. I'm just going to. I'm just going to let it sit there and let it rot away for a while. It was pretty much rotten away anyway, but I'm going to let it rot away for a while, and then I'll saw it up and I'll just leave all of the. Uh, probably, you know, if once this storm gets through and things dry out, I really, I really enjoy using the chainsaw. I really do. I just really enjoy, and I, I have a small chainsaw. I don't know if it's going to be big enough to get through all of it, but if not, if not, <laughs> I will call. I've done this before, and he was very gracious about it. I will call my third and final wife's husband and say, hey, could you bring your chainsaw over? He's got a big chainsaw. And that's, why she, that's why she's with him and not me. He has a big chainsaw, and I don't. She also has my Dyson vacuum cleaner, you know? Yeah, so I stole his edger. Big deal. Yeah, I stole his edger, and I stole her plumeria. But she kept my Dyson vacuum cleaner. I remember when I was moving out of the house 14 years ago, uh, and I didn't take anything. I took my computer equipment, my sound equipment, my clothes, and I'd gotten the Dyson. Dyson sent me that vacuum cleaner. So I would talk about it on radio, and I love that vacuum cleaner. And, I, and I'm walking out the door, and I'm holding on to the Dyson, and the last thing she said is, you're not taking the Dyson, are you? And I said, oh, damn it. Uh, so anyway, so she's got my Dyson. Yeah, but I stole his edger, and I kept that and wore it out, and uh, I, kept, I stole the pulmaria. She knows I has, have the pulmaria. But uh, you know, he still came over. When the big branch fell down in the front yard, he came over. I asked him if I could use his, his big chainsaw, and I was gone. I was out working. I came back only to find him finishing saw, sawing it up, and he had already hauled most of it out to the street for me. He's a very nice man. 
I, I might ask him to do that again. Well, I'll ask if I can just use the chainsaw. Maybe after the storms come through and everything dries out. I hope you're having a better gardening week than I am because I got all this mill organized. Maybe, ah, good idea. I just thought of this. I'll give them the mill organite. I'll give them two bags of the mill organite because I don't think I'm going to be able to use it. I got a funny feeling I got this phosphorus thing going on. So I will give them a couple of bags of mill organite to throw over their front yard and it'll make their front yard really nice and dark green. I just, I think I just might, you know, trade the saw for the mill organite. I, I can't keep the saw. He like, it's a very expensive saw. Have a great week, everybody. We will talk to you.